3: And we are getting into the spirit today of Halloween. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. We are all decked out in our costumes. If you want to see, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. It's something, especially Perloff, who Mm -hmm. takes the cake today with the short shorts. They are very short. He is claiming to be a football player from the 1960s named George Best, who none of us have heard of. I'm sorry. I had not heard of.
4: Was was it an excuse to my wear? Research. Was it an excuse to wear short shorts? <laughs> Perhaps
3: it's well, it's uh, something because our YouTube stream is now an OnlyFans. So thank you for that. <laughs> we needed new revenue. We've got our merch will be up soon. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Last night's game, a lot of different storylines. It looks like sort of a ho-hum Lions win, Perloff, because they were the better team. They were an eight-point favorite in this game. They take care of business. It wasn't super flashy, and in fact, a couple turnovers for the Lions, but a nice rebound win after they get destroyed by Baltimore last week. The biggest thing's coming out of it twofold. Number one, do the Lions look like a real Super Bowl contender to you? To me, yes. To you, you're not sold.
4: Because they beat the Raiders? That's why you're saying? Explain how this last night what we saw can translate to be a Super Bowl contender. I see the path, but it's just so hard to tell against a team like the Raiders.
3: I think if you took the word Lions off, you didn't know they were the Lions, you didn't know it was Detroit, and I just said, here's a team. That has great offensive and defensive line. Okay. A team that has great weapons, that has a quarterback with Super Bowl experience and a quarterback who's not getting oh, in your the, way.
4: Okay. Well, Okay. <laughs> guy who scored three points in the Super Bowl. It was That rough. one is, that okay. that little part's a stretch, but go ahead. To
3: be fair, Tom Brady didn't score a touchdown in that Super Bowl either. The okay. only offensive touchdown that was scored in that Super Bowl Sony was Michelle. Sony Michelle. Yeah. So, okay. You got a, a quarterback who's a veteran. Put it that way, a okay. veteran quarterback. Uh, you have a head coach who is created a culture, a team that's not a heavily penalized team, doesn't seem to hurt themselves, and a, a, you know, right now, homegrown talent that looks like they are not that they are thriving, along with some very key additions in free agency. Like Cam Sutton and others who are seem to be great signings. Like on okay. paper, you would say that's a Super Bowl contender. But
4: every what if I told you they have the worst strength of schedule or the easiest strength of schedule in the league? And then you've described the Tennessee Titans of 2021 to the
3: T. Well, what if I described your Philadelphia Eagles of last year? I mean, bad strength of schedule, a little more pushback from in the division. The, the Eagles did last year. I but, mean,
4: they were going. The Cowboys were 12 and five.
3: But you played bad quarterbacks the whole year, and you were still I able don't, to I don't get to the was, Super Bowl. And, and that wasn't a fluke.
4: It wasn't quite as bad as this. This schedule is is unbelievably light because look at the division. Yeah. You got Tyson Badgen in Chicago. Now the Vikings reportedly are not going to assign anyone to replace Kirk Cousins, so Jackie. that's a win. And Jordan Love and that entire Packers roster is a disaster right now. So I, I think you're gifted a bunch of wins there that's going to make you very confusing. I think people are going to not know how to handicap the Lions in the playoffs. But this regular season is going to be either building confidence or slightly aberration. Jamar Gibbs is not running. He broke so many tackles of Raiders players who were just, just there to get their paycheck. They didn't care at all. You could tell the defense did not care for one second what happened on that field last night.
3: They remind me a bit like the Cincinnati Bengals from a couple years ago, who I know Joe Burrow is a much better quarterback than golf, but stay with me on this. They had a coach who had not been to a big game they had an up-and-coming team, and sometimes in the NFL, more than other sports, you can arrive a year early. Like you, it can happen for you. It, things can break right for you, and I think they're going to have home field advantage, something that the Bengals certainly didn't have that their run to the Super Bowl year. But still, like you can, you can do this in the NFL, and you can arrive a year ahead of schedule.
4: Yeah, I, you're right. That it's a good analogy. I think the Burrow golf difference make. It's a Although golf big difference, golf is, I get it. Goff's playing outstanding football. Let's not uh, disregard the way he's running that offense. I just think it feels a year away to me because I, I put them up in my mind against Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Dallas in the playoffs. I think all three of those teams are a major challenge for the Lions.
3: So the Lions is one part of the piece from last night. The other part of the piece is the Raiders, but th- that's really not – the Raiders are a mess, it's Devontae Adams and his future with the Raiders. Now, the trade deadline is at 4 o'clock Eastern time, Perloff. But Devontae Adams has tried to play this thing kind of down the middle. Last night, you saw him clearly frustrated. He had one reception for 11 yards. Seven targets, one reception, 11 yards. He was just not part of the offense last night, uh, or meaningful part of the offense. And it feels like a great career is kind of languishing in Las Vegas.
4: Yeah, so last year he was great in Vegas, even though the team wasn't good. This year it's been the opposite. He's been bad. The team's been bad. Last night he dropped a key third down pass that would have kept the Raiders in the game. And then Jimmy G somehow... Jimmy G had a clean pocket and missed him wide open streaking in for a touchdown. So Devontae threw his helmet down and cursed out nobody in particular. I I just don't understand why the Raiders aren't looking to trade. There's nothing happening this year. Adam Schefter reported the Raiders are going to stand pat. So next in the offseason he's gone. He's not going to stay there. So why not just do it now and get a first round pick? I maybe you get a first round pick next season. Is it a matter of putting people in that beautiful stadium they have in Vegas?
3: Maybe, but I think Raider fans get what this is, which is a a moment where they probably could have taken advantage of a bit of a soft schedule once they beat the Packers on Monday Night Football and then they go out and lose to the Bears. I mean, nothing inspires confidence about this team. Garoppolo gets hurt all the time, but you knew that was going to Happen and they need a quarterback and they need a different coach. I, Josh McDaniels just cannot succeed outside of New England, and he's yeah. another one of those failed Belichick disciples.
4: Yeah, he and it's also the body language Ugh. and the facial expressions. We shouldn't, if he was winning, we wouldn't mind all those. He just seems like a not fun experience to play for. <laughs> no,
3: not at all. And like, if you can't be fun in Vegas, where can you be? 100%. Fun? They
4: yeah. need a fun coach. You know, they need a coach who's going to have character. Who's going to be confrontational. Who's not going to be afraid to bend the rules. They need Jim Harbaugh.
3: <laughs> yeah. <And> like stat.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I know the NFL doesn't want Jim Harbaugh, but Mark Davis is a bit of a wild card. He never goes with what the NFL says. That'd be a great fit because they need something and I'm being serious. They need something totally different. They need to take everything that they've been doing and get rid of the Gruden era, get rid of the Mike Mayock era, get rid of whatever this era is, and just start over.
3: 855 cbs 855 Let's go to our pal Jay is in Nashville. Good morning, Jay. Happy Halloween. Man,
5: happy Halloween, love. I see you got that Gryffindor reject sitting next to you. He looked like he got too old and they had to kick him out like, dude, You should have graduated 20 years ago. Go cast a spell on somebody at the sports book. By the way, you're too old. Jay, did you
4: see Robert Griffin? Was Robert Gryffindor this weekend? I Uh,
5: saw that, too. That was awesome. I saw that, too.
4: So how can he do it? Okay, yeah, he's a little younger than me, so he can get away with it. But, okay.
5: Uh, Both of y'all look crazy, man. Like, y'all two grown men trying to be Harry Potter characters. It it doesn't fit. It only fits with, like, older ladies that might fit because they can do, like, the sexy, like, little... Freaking Gryffindor thing or whatever, but older man is like, dude, you look like you up in here. Like you, you look like your middle name is Chester up in here doing that. But and as far as Maggie, you look like you are about to bust out a freestyle on a mechanical bull or something. <laughs> like, <New> <laughs> like for real, you know what, what Jay? Admit, you look like a hip hop cowgirl. Or I,
3: I've always said there are two types of people in this world: the people who get on the mechanical bull and the people who don't. And I stand by that.
5: Hey, you got to get on the bull. You got to get like on the bull. Well, you're not living if you don't get on the bull, man. You're sitting on the sidelines like you know, heckling. Yeah. It's like, dude, that that's 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 weak sauce, man. But as far as um, it's, man, if I'm the Tennessee Titans, I'm going after Devontae Adams right now. But that's the problem. I've been living here in Nashville for like, like I said, a few. Fantasy- the Titans, yes. They, Jay, mean, the
3: Titans were were a Will Levis fifty yard bomb away from getting rid of Derrick Henry and Devo- and uh, DeAndre Hopkins today.
4: You can't have DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins really. and Devontae Adams. It's unfair. <laughs>
3: exactly. I mean, but they still they still need to trade them.
5: I think they'll be bring on Devontae, trade those two, get some draft picks. They really what they need to do is get some draft picks and spend it all on an offensive line and at least have one target. The throw to, I think, Devontae hey, Adams Jay, is the better.
3: You're, but, you're right, but what, are you eating too many Twix bars? If You you can't also have the draft capital if you're going to be trading for Devontae Adams. That's going to cost you draft capital.
5: Yeah, a little bit, but, I mean, they've already made – they've already <laughs> traded – everybody's holding the funeral because they traded their safety. And I'm looking at everybody like, first of all, I don't care if they had Ed Reed back there. A safety is not going to win a chip for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, and, and like, they already traded their safety – they got other people to trade. The main problem is like, dude, you need to like spend your money, spend spend your draft capital on at least a nice target
3: on the outside, and then at Wait, least. Wait, Jay, here's the real the question. I You should have an offensive line where my grandma well, can sit back there. In the <laughs> we're, we're in the lead. What's your what's your costume today, Jay? I know you're dressing up as something.
5: Um, the uh, natural born loser, <laughs> myself, basically. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> no, I don't dress up for Halloween. I – It's another day to me, for real. I'm one of
3: those guys. All right, Jay. Thank you for the phone call. Thought Jay might be coming with a costume. Titans are not getting Devontae. And we know
5: he loves McGriddles.
1: I thought maybe it'd be McDonald's
4: theme. Yeah,
3: Ronald McDonald. (laughs) That's not scary. He wears great T-shirts.
4: That are they're not quite. That's why I thought he would go costume too. What was his? Can we say the name of his best T-shirt ever?
3: Yeah, your mom's my cardio. Yeah, if you can wear that, <laughs> if you can wear
4: that T-shirt. You can wear a costume. So I kind of expected Jay to dress up too.
3: I should have came as Jay in Nashville for Halloween, not a Deion Sanders, which is I'm dressed as today. Lee is in San Diego. Lee, good morning. How are you doing, dude?
5: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
3: Fantastic. So what do you got for us?
5: Well, I just have a problem with uh, uh, salaries in professional sports. Okay. And I, I, I think any team and any professional sport can win a championship any year if if these guys would just accept a little bit less mm. millions.
3: Lee, you want to go into the owners? They need more money, right?
4: No, I think he's talking about like Nobody Tom Brady. He needs
5: more money. I I, I probably made a million dollars in my whole life, so <laughs> I can't relate to it
3: anymore yeah well uh, yeah lee i mean none of us can it's funny money you know guys signing 250 million dollar contracts 500 million dollar contracts like it's funny money At, at some point it's just abstract you can't get lost in the numbers
4: i will tell you if i'm a quarterback i would definitely take less money and this has nothing to do with going to the owners or not i think that at the end of the year the end of the day kirk cousins will never be able to spend all his money but he will look back at his career and Drew Brees, for example, a Super Bowl is invaluable. They'd pay, you know, on their deathbed when they have a hundred million in the bank, they're gonna yeah. be like, Oh, I would have given up half of that to win another Super Bowl, right? Or is that a terrible investment on my part?
3: No, I I think it's up to every person. You know, I don't think you can come to somebody and say, Take less money than another guy, because I think there's a lot of competition amongst the quarterbacks on who gets paid the most, you know.
4: Uh, Yeah, but I, I mean, obviously obviously, the two best of our lifetimes, Brady took less and Mahomes took less, so that's the gold standard.
3: Uh, Hung is in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Happy Halloween, Hung. What are you dressing as today?
5: Oh, uh, me? Oh, Luigi. I'm a Super Mario, a that, Mario nice. player, you know? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, but I want to talk about what you think about Ivante Adam go to uh, Pittsburgh Steelers or the Jets because they... The Steeler, I'm gonna be honest with you, number one defense in the league, and the Jets, same thing. I don't care about the 49er, the Eagle, or, or, or the Raven defense. I think it's Steeler a defense number one, but the the offense is garbage. Hmm. Yep. So right now, it divided. I go to Steeler. In Harrisburg, but we had a lot of Steeler fan here,
3: and, oh, and sure. I, I want
5: to see the Steeler fan coming back and go
3: crazy. You know, Hung. Listen, I I like it for. Both of those teams... He, well, hold on one sec. So, Steelers, definitely. But the Steelers are always drafting wide receivers. That's their MO. When's the last yeah. time they brought in a, y, a, a free agent Dr- or kid. traded for someone? I can't remember.
4: Maybe it's happened. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. They're the best drafting wide receiver team in the league. Yep. And But Hung has a good point. that It's frustrating. Their defense could really be truly elite. Uh-huh. Matt Canada. I mean, it's, it starts and ends right there. And
3: now Pickett's hurt.
4: Yeah, although he might play this this, this Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, they said don't rule him out. I don't even know. When they do win, they're winning as ugly as humanly possible. Pickett's had a couple nice drives. <laughs> they really should be almost winless because that offense is as non-threatening as they get.
3: As far as the Jets, I could understand it if Rodgers was healthy or to yeah. try to set this up with Rodgers. But right now, Devontae Adams would be a complete waste with Zach Wilson. I mean...
4: Or he, actually, would he... Is that true, though? Could he make Zach Wilson, when I say better, make him at least moderate, a little more successful? Because Devontae Adams should be able to catch anything.
3: You no, know, Garrett Wilson makes Zach Wilson look yeah. halfway competent. But I, I just think Devontae Adams will do that for, I guess, any quarterback. Except
4: Jimmy G last night. That's
3: <laughs> yes, right. Jimmy G, he, there's no helping. But I, I, just, I, I think it'd just be a little bit of a waste on the Jets. I would, jump all, I
1: would jump all I, over. Well, we know that, Adams. EJ.
3: Yeah. No, I, think <laughs> it makes,
1: bad. I think it would make sense, though, because, you know, Rodgers is going to be injured this year. We know that next year is really going to be the year for the Jets to make any kind of push. Yeah. You could make a move now in preparation for next year while mm-hmm. this year you try to salvage your season because the Jets receiving core is awful. I mean, Randall Cobb had to be uh, deactivated because he's useless. I don't know why they brought him here. Um, well, and, then, and then Alan Lazard... I mean, he's dropping passes. I know he had a big catch over the middle to get them in field goal range, but Alan Lazard is so overrated and was not worth eleven million. They have a proper receiver.
3: You know the reason why Cobb and Lazard are there. That's all because of Rogers. Yeah, no.
1: So let's get like one of his actual good receivers that he played with. (laughs) And maybe then we'll we'll see some improvement in the Jets offense.
3: That's the deal with the devil you make a little bit. You know, you want to bring Rodgers in, you gotta bring in all of his guys. Nathaniel Hackett, you gotta bring in Lazard, you gotta bring in Randall Cobb. I feel like Rodgers doesn't go get a drink of water at night without Randall Cobb by his side. So that's just part of it.
4: Also, Devontae Adams, when you're looking at from his point of view, as we mentioned earlier in the show, he's trying to build a Hall of Fame resume. And even this half year, I just can't see him producing a lot of numbers with the Jets. So if I'm him, I want to go to a more explosive offense, say the Cowboys or the Bills. I don't know if the Bills are and not that he's going it sounds like he's not going anywhere, but I would want to go with a good quarterback. I understand what you're saying, EJ, because this offseason is going to be a gigantic race to get Devontae Adams, but he can't Want to go with Zach Wilson? He, you know, he's got it bad enough. How can you do that to him, Ej? Mean?
1: <laughs> I mean, look, he, he. I mean, maybe he has some control of where he goes. But at the end of the day, the Raiders can trade him wherever.
4: And... Yeah, but it's uh, the NFL's got a little NBA-ish where the stars can dictate a lot of this. I mean, he did yeah. direct himself to Vegas to be with yeah. Derek Carr.
3: Where should Devonte Adams go? Well, I don't know if he's going anywhere. I'm sure he'd love to go somewhere. Now he couldn't imagine that the season would go this far off the rails. Eight five five two one two four CBS, yes.
4: What did I tell you the age of wide receivers hitting that cliff is though? Wide receivers after thirty. I don't know if Devontae Adams is gonna do anything anywhere because I think he just hit thirty very recently. Uh okay, last December he turned thirty. That's getting old for a wide receiver. I mean I know look at Odell Beckham trying to stay on the field right now. It's just hard to stay healthy at that position.
3: Eight five five two one two for CBS. Okay, coming up, we do have really story we never thought we'd get from one College football coach talking about a former star. So we've got that, and we've got all the latest in terms of Halloween fun for you, Maggie and Perloff. We're all dressed up here. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio if you want to see. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Of course, we say hi to our CBS Sports Radio affiliates who we appreciate so, so much. We're back in a minute. Don't move.
4: Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. This is a great day. Not only am I getting to wear short shorts to work, but the 76ers have made what I... Maybe I'm getting out of my skis here. This might get them past the second round. This trade today, getting rid of James Harden, was so huge for them. First of all, Harden's gone. They add a bunch of defense in Nicholas Batum, Robert Covington again, Marcus Morris. You got to remember, this is a Nick Nurse team. This is not a poorly coached whatever team, Doc Rivers or Brett Brown team. It's going to be defense. And the fact that Tyrese Maxey's scoring 30 points a game in his first three games and shooting 52% or something like that from three I, I think Nurse said, "Oh wow, I got what I need in Maxi. Now I'm going to create another defensive team like I had in Toronto, and that's a great formula.
3: It is a great formula. I mean, you're kidding yourself though if you don't think as far as you're going to go is as far as Joel Embiid's going to take you. I mean, I know it's a team game, but you've got he's got to show up in a game seven. He's got to show up in a game six. Like that's going to be big. I agree with you. Getting Harden out of town is is a positive. I don't know how they got a first round pick. I know they it's James Harden and he's." Got, you know, pedigree and he's been an MVP, but there was no other team involved in the trade. It was just the 76ers and the Clippers duking this thing out. So if I'm the Clippers, I'm like, uh, go find another team then. Like, why do I have to give you a first round, an unprotected first round pick in 2028? Like, there's no, there's literally no other team who's in on this.
4: That's all true, but I think there are certain teams that view first-round picks as not being worth the paper they're printed on, if they print first-round picks. Isn't that the trend that first-round picks don't mean anything anymore? The Sort of the LeBron-era thing that you're going to sign your team, and he's, they're in L.A. They're not in a small-market team. They're going to get whoever they want. Just clear your cap space. Why are you smiling?
3: I just can't—in uh, our lifetime, with what we know about super teams— And what we know about the NBA, does any NBA fan waking up, or just sports fan, you could hate the NBA, does anyone think the combination of Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook is actually going to win diddly squat?
4: That's four Hall of Famers,
3: Maggie. (laughs) No kidding, but everyone's a Hall of Famer, first of all, in the NBA. And secondly, just because it's four Hall of Famers doesn't mean it's going to work. I'm old enough to remember when Kobe Bryant and Dwight Howard and Steve Nash were supposed to be the next big thing. I'm old I, enough to remember when Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and James Harden were supposed to be the next big thing.
4: Okay, nobody thinks this Clippers is going to be the next big thing. There's not a single person alive who thinks this is going to win a title. I'm not sure what they're thinking. I thought you were laughing at my hair. That's no, why. your hair is amazing. Yeah, you I, keep, uh, yeah, I don't think anyone thinks this is going to work, but I think the Clippers uh, – don't want the ball in Russell Westbrook's hand, so maybe that's a positive. Harden's (laughs) not going to give it up once.
3: They didn't have to sign Westbrook. I mean, they made that decision. But your hair looks amazing. If you want to watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Roloff is dressed as George Best, the soccer player from the 1960s. And that hair is everything. It's so stand up.
4: <laughs> no, I'm not. I've learned my lesson the I hard can. way.
3: Short shorts, the short shorts are not
1: called in the, in the break. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so you're not going to believe where the Clippers are in the championship odds, according to DraftKings. This is shocking to me. They're fifth in the entire NBA. So maybe you're right. Maybe somebody thinks this is good. How, what scenario does that team win the NBA finals?
3: How many of them are even <laughs> like playing by the time we get to May, let alone June?
4: They're ahead of the Lakers. They're the number one team in L.A. According to Vegas right now.
3: I don't. They, you're right. Okay. the Clippers.
4: I figured everyone assumed that this team wasn't going to work, but maybe there's someone out there who sees this magic formula. I think Kawhi Leonard is an outstanding player, but the, he's not going to get the ball. He's Harden and Westbrook. are going to have it in their hands the entire time. It's not Sounds even like that, fun.
3: Can he even play a hold up for a series, let alone <laughs> in, in two and a half months? <laughs> Anyway, you know the league's cracking down on load management too, so he's going to have to have a real injury if he wants to. Sit oh out.
4: yeah, I forgot about it. Don't worry, he will deliver a real injury. Uh, <laughs> he when almost got hurt in the issue? New Balance commercial yeah. with uh,
3: Jack Harlow. With Jack Harlow, he'll
4: definitely get hurt. Do you what
3: see a- Jack Harlow is going to be performing Thanksgiving halftime? Uh, Lions.
4: Oh, I like he that. He was at the
3: game last night.
4: Is he a? Is he a Detroit fan? I can't remember where he's from. I don't know. Anyone. I'm not sure. I have no idea where you're I, know I a, feel like I should know that. Yeah, he's a Kawhi not know. Fan. None
2: of us are going to know.
3: <laughs> All of us uh, also, um, like, basically Joe and Troy were, like, thirst, like thirsty for Eminem last night. Did anyone else hear that? Oh, were they
4: talking about Eminem in Detroit?
3: They're like, well, we have one more game here, so if Eminem wants to drop by, we'd love to have him. It's like, that should probably happen behind the scenes. I don't know uh, if you just can make, like, a plea well, for Eminem.
4: Then again, do you really want to, I mean, the greatest... I think booth appearance of all time was Eminem with Brett Musburger and That's what I am thinking about. An oh,
3: all-timer.
4: It's, it's the single best guest. Maybe John Lennon coming on a Monday Night Football, but that was unbelievable. I I can't imagine that Troy would enjoy that. Very Does he cringely. really want an Eminem in the booth?
3: Uh, Bogus is here with some headlines. Good morning.
2: Uh, good morning once again, Coach Prime. The offense <laughs> only scored seven points, managed just 157 yards. He only had one catch on Monday Night Football, but Devontae Adams still thinks the Raider offense can be useful this season. No, it's not hard to maintain the confidence in our offense. It's just
0: hard to curb your frustration when you can't put it together when you know you should.
2: The question is, will Adams be there to see if they can figure things out? Teams reportedly calling Vegas about him before today's deadline, but the Raiders apparently don't want to move him. The Titans said to be getting calls on Derrick Henry, but they didn't redo his contract yesterday, making it easier to move, so a new team would now be responsible for everything left on it. The Giants did this yesterday, paying Leonard Williams a $9 million signing bonus before dealing him to Seattle for a second-round pick. The Seahawks now only owe the D-lineman roughly six hundred dollars Back to that game last night, the Lions' offense ugly at times as well, settling for three early field goals, committing three turnovers, but rookie Jameer Gibbs ran for 152 in a score, and that defense smothered Vegas for a 26-14 win. Yes, James Harden is getting his wish once again on his way from the Sixers to the Clippers. The overhead agreement has PJ Tucker also going to LA for two future first round picks. A pick swap, two second rounders, Robert Covington, Nick Batum, Marcus Morris, and KJ Martin. We apparently could see Harden on the Clipper bench as soon as tonight against the Magic. Orlando losing in LA last night, 106 103 to the Lakers. D'Angelo Russell scoring twelve of his twenty eight in the fourth. Luka Doncic had 35, 12 boards, 12 assists, and the Mavs 125-110 win in Memphis. Those Grizz now 0-4, their worst start in 19 seasons. The Nets got their first win, 133-121 in Charlotte, and the Bucks beat the Heat 122-114 after a 25-point fourth-quarter lead got cut to six. Giannis... Did not like that.
1: We did have to do it that way. Like, they came back to the game. Obviously, they made tough shots. They got some offensive rebounds. Second chance point. They made the threes. You know, they had the um, transition. Uh, three, like, but at the end of the day, like, once you're up 20, you gotta, you gotta put them away. You gotta put them away.
2: Why does he sound weird? Because he said all of that wearing a Hulk mask with huge green <laughs> Hulk <laughs> hands as well. Nope. I was wondering He did the post
3: game In the costume and Giannis
2: he, Antetokounmpo And he's so big That the Hulk mask Didn't f- cover his entire face
3: Wait but when you lose You can't do No no they won Oh they won last they night They won okay. Oh he's
2: just not pleased with He's the just way. not yes. pleased I'm like
3: wait a minute If they lost There's no way yeah. he can do this Wait in but costume. if you
4: bring The Hulk costume It's like a quarterback When they wear an outrageous
2: outfit Win or lose They have to go to the Podium wearing that. Well, it was only a mask and hand, so he had regular clothes on, so he didn't have to put the mask back on post-game.
3: I'm sorry. I, I for some reason, thought they lost last night. I'm no, like, they, you almost they almost lost, despite being
2: up it. by 25.
3: There you go.
1: I think if you do a, a post-game press conference in costume or even in a mask, you should have to be in character.
4: Oh. <laughs> you you like that. That's, a That's a
1: great idea. That's a great idea.
3: Right. So he's got a sound. Yeah, however, he should just been yelling, sounded. being
1: like, yeah. It's not good.
2: Right. <laughs> smash. Yeah, we blow lead.
1: <laughs> yes,
3: Man, wow, that'd be pretty good. And considering- they were green.
1: Actually, would have worked really well.
3: How many guys love dressing up as like the Joker? So it's like, let's see, who do you got? Are you Heath Ledger? Are you a little more Jack Nicholson?
4: So, what you guys are saying is, since I'm a European soccer player, you want to hear my British accent? Please, no. Hello, no. friends. Oh, uh, so stand up again. That was better. <laughs> <laughs> what
3: you going, George Wendt? Don't make me come over there, Bogus. <laughs> George Wendt. Hey, jo- George, jo- George who? <laughs> George Wendt. What a poem.
4: That'd be a great costume. <laughs> that
3: is a good costume. Although, that's kind of like, a, you know, he was in the Bears superfan. Yeah. Kind of yeah, 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 yeah. George went obviously, from Cheers. Not Bears. <laughs>
2: All these things are new to Pete. He's just watching them now. Right. I'm just
5: getting, uh, getting up to
4: catch up to cheers. Season two. Nice. Wait till you the Halston. 90s. You're going to love it. Kate and Alley is next.
3: <laughs> Sitcoms were great. Kate Nally.
2: Uh The Diamondbacks now know the Rays, Orioles, and Astros' pain. A home team still hasn't beaten the Rangers this postseason. They're 9 0 on the road. They took game three of the Fall Classic last night, 3 1 for a 2 1 series lead. Arizona manager Torrey Ruruto on well, what could have been.
6: It's a game of cap capitalizing on the right on the right pitch at the right time, and you know sometimes it's with two outs, and we just didn't get that job that job done today. That they did. They got a two out hit from Simeon and a two out two run home run from um, Seeger, and that was the difference in the game.
2: Those C- uh, Simeon and Seeger hits came in the third inning. John Gray threw three scoreless after Max Scherzer left before the fourth with back stiffness. Adolius Garcia hurt his left side on a swing in the eighth. He went to a hospital for an MRI, so the Rangers do have some issues ahead of game four tonight. Now with that 2-1 lead, away from the postseason, the Guardians reportedly interviewing Craig Counsel for their managerial job yesterday, and Aaron Judge won the prestigious Roberto Clemente Award for his charitable work off the field. Uh, they broke out the funnel cakes in Seattle, the Kraken, a 4-3 OT win in Tampa Bay last night. Also in OT, the Bruins topped the Panthers 3-2, the Red Wings' 4-3 winners at the Islanders and two more MLS best of three first round series began last night. Orlando city top Nashville SC one zip and a two nothing win for Seattle over FC Dallas coach back to you. Oh,
3: well, thank you Andrew Bogish, for all the latest headlines there. Uh, uh, one other thing about the trade, as trade have been dissecting that a little bit this morning after Dame Lillard got traded. There was maybe this thought like, Oh, Teams aren't just going to acquiesce to the superstars anymore. You can't just name where you want to go, right? Like Dame wanted to go to Miami, only Miami, and they're like, "No, we're going to trade you to Milwaukee," which is not a bad.
4: Well, I think Dame plan B. Dame approved of that beforehand. And
3: he approved it, but it was like for for most of the summer, it was how's how are they going to get him to Miami, right? right. And I, I think there was a, an idea like, oh, the, the superstars aren't going to call the shots anymore. Yeah. Meanwhile, James Harden only want to go to the Clippers. Here he is going to the well, Clippers. He's not a
1: superstar. So yeah, I don't think. it's the main difference, I think. Guess. I mean. And no one else wanted him.
3: That's what I I mean. Maybe that's more of it.
1: Yeah.
4: Still, I,
3: how did the, then how did the 76ers get a unprotected first-round pick if nobody wanted him?
4: Remember this idea that Houston wanted to bring back James Harden to be a veteran presence?
3: Yeah, that, that was made all, no sense. Well, that was all perpetrated by James by Harden.
1: Yeah. Oh, and also, the story was that apparently Harden was telling people he wanted to go there so he could go back to being an MVP candidate and lead league and scoring. And then that's when uh, Ime Udoka said, hard pass.
3: Yeah, no way. Not we do not bring that want in. him
1: coming here thinking he's going to lead the league in
3: scoring.
2: Yeah. And for what it's worth, you guys are the, have been the most complimentary of this trade from the Sixer perspective that I have seen or heard or read this morning. The first dozen tweets I saw at 4.30 were crushing them for getting fleeced that they got nothing for Harden. I, I mean I, st- I mean, I think I think this is a bad trade
1: still. Well,
2: are not, you not kidding Not that it's bad, it's just w- that. I but would have done Harden for Marcus Morris straight up. No, but, but that's because you want to get rid of him, and that right. and yes. that makes sense. Because I like winning basketball right. games. So the Sixers are just trading James Harden to, to like addition by subtraction for sure. i mean honestly, but, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm shocked of,
4: that people didn't expect you to attach a first round pick to James Harden. He's such a cancer. I yeah, mean, no, he's terrible for team teamwork. People apparently thought that they could have done better. Did any NBA writers think that? I, yeah. I've,
1: that is wild to me. My, my problem is that they could have done this earlier, in my opinion. I think they caused too much chaos. They didn't allow these guys to get chemistry together. Now you you came in with one team, and now you're essentially into ushering a new team that you're going to have to try to build chemistry with. I know it's early in the season, yeah. but it's unnecessary pain. Maybe they can do no that suitors.
4: in the next 14 months of the NBA season. Maybe they'll <laughs> have time to build chemistry, EJ.
1: How does this hurt their in-season tournament chances, EJ, we say on that, those ridiculous how team, courts? How many teams make these trades even early in the seasons and then when they don't win late in the summer, late in the summer or in the thing, they say well, you know, we didn't have training camp, we didn't have all those things. I mean, that's like, that's Basketball one on one. Meanwhile,
3: I, you got the Suns out here making a trade for Kevin Durant. They're like, no, I think we're, I think we're good. We're yeah. never gonna play together. Yeah. He didn't even gonna play be fine. the
1: regular season. They thought they'd be fine, and they complained that he wasn't, he wasn't ready. By the way, EJ,
4: I got your back on the in season tournament. I'm into it now. I think the
3: because the courts, the new courts.
4: The, the, I'm, I'm a sucker for alternative courts. I think the Sixers actually have a chance now in the in season tournament. I think An everything
3: alternative court. Honestly.
4: What is there to lose? These games don't mean anything now. I'm on Team EJ here. I think uh, I know Bogus, you hate it.
2: Yeah, I hate him. I mean, I hate them even more after seeing these courts And you hated the
4: in-season tournament in general.
2: They could build
3: a roller coaster in the middle of a court.
2: No, that would work. Or build a moat in the middle. Give me something like that.
3: (laughs) Alligators in it. Yeah,
2: throw some danger. Drop a peach basket. That's 50 points up in there.
1: (laughs) I'll be honest. When I saw those courts drop, I had that uh, that uh, that that uh, what's the name that arrested development moment. Where I said uh, I may have made a mistake
2: here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the courts get so busy; I can't watch them. My alma mater did this, in in DC at GW, and they did like a whole thing with the Washington Monument, like the most phallic like thing that we have. Just gonna put that right in the middle of the court. Didn't need it, guys. Didn't need it. And I just stopped the room there. By the way... Uh,
2: There's been too much of that this morning. Jack yeah, We're already made in enough trouble, no, Maggie. Jack- We're not commenting on that one. Jack
3: Harlow is from a horse farm in Kentucky. So he uh, has no... Yeah, I should far, have realized that. As far as like I a, can tell.
1: He has a song called Churchill Downs. all about. He's all about Kentucky.
4: Yeah. Uh, no,
3: no, no connection with Detroit, but he was at the game last night, and he's going to be performing uh, halftime of Thanksgiving. And
4: he did the remake of White Men Can't Jump, right? Yeah. he oh, was right. I, which I don't know anyone who saw. Did you? Guys I wanted see? to
1: watch it and I didn't. I yeah. heard it.
3: <laughs> I meant to, and I never got around to it.
1: And you've been okay since. <laughs> yeah, I've been fine. Yeah. Sad, though, I love that first movie. It's
3: a great movie. 855 212 4 CBS. Thank you, Bogish. 855 five, 212 4227 uh, Okay, we've been teasing it. We've got to get to epic story. When I tell you I've got a story with Mike Gundy and Brian Bosworth, you might want to stick around for that. We'll do it next. Don't move. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. We're all decked out in our Halloween costumes. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio or twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. We'll be sending out these pics on social media as well. we quickly go around the room if we want for people who are listening in the car. I decided to go as who else? The most popular man in sports today. Coach Prime. Deion Sanders.
4: Uh, okay, I'm 1960s, 70s British soccer player, George Best, but people on Twitter are saying I look like Carol Burnett in shorts, <laughs> Susan Collins, or Caitlyn Jenner. I don't know why. Uh, there's nothing. Uh, whatever. I'm not going to do any more of these.
3: And EJ is Pierre Escargot from the 90s show on Nickelodeon, all that, the oui, Keenan oui. Thompson, which is great, complete with a bubble bath. And Pete today is Sully from Monsters, Inc. Hi. Uh, okay, let's get to this crazy story. So, as we know, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State is probably is going to be coming to an end soon.
4: Yeah, what a bummer.
3: Bedlam, we love. But Mike Gundy was asked for some uh, memories of this rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> and he started going down memory lane with a story about brian bosworth so let's hear the first cut please with gundy saying that he and brian bosworth they used to spit in each other's faces during the bed call from mom answer it call silenced
0: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
3: Game back in the day.
6: It didn't bother me because we didn't have phones and social media. But it was a rivalry then, like, you know, uh, Bosworth spit in my face. I spit in his face. I mean, it was actually a rivalry, right?
3: I mean, where does the story possibly go from there? Here's Gundy talking about how he would strategize these run-ins that he would eventually have with Bosworth during the off-season,
6: summer of my, uh, before my sophomore year, you know, I would go to parties in Oklahoma City, and and uh, um, they would say, well, Bosworth and Migliazzo and some of those guys were here. And so I had to make a decision whether um, – were we going to have confrontation there and who was with me? Because, I mean, I'm not going to – you know, those guys, you know, I can kick them in the shin and run like hell. But, but but you know, I mean, I'm not dumb.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, more. Uh, the boss not someone you wanted to mess with, uh, especially if he had been out that night
6: to make those decisions because i mean what what kind of a frame in mind was brian going to be in on that point i don't know you know um you know had he uh taken a, a vitamin c and had a few drinks well he might not be a guy you want to talk to at that point you know he get real red and cross his face so there it was a rivalry then now it's not as much anymore unfortunately because of the way it is and I want to hear
3: the rebuttal from Boz.
4: Well, he tweeted. Oh, he said, he say? meet me at the 50-yard line on Saturday. And let's <laughs> talk about this face-to-face. I love it. So Mike Gundy is pretty much one of the you know tough guys amongst coaches. I would not mess with Boz. And I don't think Mike Gundy's going to meet him at the 50-yard line. This does speak to something true, though. I think back in – he graduated in 89 from Oklahoma State. Gundy did. Back then, I do think there was genuine hate. Now players have the same marketing reps for NIL deals (laughs) and the transfer portal. They are teammates. I can't see this kind of hate between players really at any level anymore.
3: No, not between player. Well, maybe. I mean, I think guys develop rivalries. Maybe you develop a rivalry in high school and then it takes it with you to college or college to the pros.
4: In what sport? In football? football, yeah, basketball's sure. the opposite because you're on the same AAU team. They're the, they're the uh, they're business partners from age 15 on.
3: <laughs> well <laughs>
4: NFL maybe a little,
3: unless it's like Dylan Brooks or something. He seems to have a problem with everybody yeah. or Pat Beverly, but um, they're kind of agitators. I- I think there's still a little bit, but not to this degree. Because Gundy nailed it on the first one. There's camera phones. There's more media. I'm not advocating to spit in anybody's face at all. But you could get a little dirtier. But now there's going to be a really big rivalry between Jim Harbaugh and everybody. Literally everybody. Because the scandal at Michigan just keeps kind of growing. The details get sillier and sillier. Uh, latest is that Jim Harbaugh had a contract extension on the table that yeah. got rescinded. That's according to the wall street journal. Harbaugh came out and said, that's not accurate.
4: I don't know if this rivalry is going to get with Jim Harbaugh versus the world's going to get a chance to go ahead because he might leave. So if you want to get retribution and you're a big 10 team, you're probably not going to get the chance. And this year, I think you and I differ a little bit. I don't think Michigan's necessarily going to suffer on the field because of this. They might rally together and they have a big advantage. You know, they're playing at Penn state, but Penn state has no offense and they are hosting Ohio state who also has no offense. They could use this can't you See them using this as bulletin board material saying everyone said we cheated, but we're really the best team.
3: I think what's interesting tonight with the first college football playoff rankings coming out. Now we can give our top four. I think Michigan's definitely going to be in there. I think they will though, because of this scandal, I, and, you know, and there's a case for it. I think they will go Georgia at one. Yep. They will go Michigan at two. You're not going to give Michigan the top spot. I think they're going to go Florida State three. And then I think they're going to give Ohio State. And here's why. I think they're going to give Ohio State the nod because they've played bigger competition. And once you're already in the final four in the rankings, it's a little bit harder to drop out yeah. as opposed to when you start outside the final four to try to get in. Yeah, sense?
4: I totally. I think I actually think it goes Georgia one, Michigan two, Ohio State three, and then Florida State four because Ohio State has those quality wins over Penn State and Notre Dame. Florida State, I know, beat LSU, but they have really been screwing around against bad teams. And I think the committee uh, is looking at. I actually think there's a competition, maybe between. I think Washington yeah, I was might. Might try and either get out of Ohio State or Florida State. Maybe I, I would think the competition would be Florida State and Washington. Because Washington has that win over Oregon. Yep. So it depends on how they look at strength of schedule.
3: Yeah, but FSU has the win over LSU. They've got a win. Yeah, over but I mean Duke. Oregon's
4: number six. No,
3: I listen. Duke's Washington, not
4: even top twenty-five. That's anymore. true.
3: Washington has has that big win over Oregon. Maybe they do put Washington in and put Ohio State or Florida State on the outside. And the
4: funny thing too is, I think Oregon has a great. They are arguably on paper, or actually, if you look at the Play. They are one of the top four teams as well. They fit right there. And then Alabama's looming around, but they have to beat LSU. And Alabama has messed around with bad teams too. I mean, they took Arkansas to the wire, and Arkansas is not good.
3: Yeah, they were, that was what, two weeks ago? Um, they were still figuring out the quarterback situation earlier on in the season. Uh, let's get to our shot of the day. He shoots! And the shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it and what's more perfect than Casamigos and Halloween together. Uh, Today's shot of the day comes from our big reveal, all of our costumes, but particularly Pearl Off when he did the tearaway pants. Where? Why are those shorts so short?
4: Well, that <laughs> was a those that legs. was a personal choice.
3: Yeah, this is like artists. This is artist shorts. No, no, no.
4: Here. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> if you look <laughs> at a picture really of small. George Best in 1969, all the soccer players wore really short shorts. So if I'm going to go in and be George Best, I got to wear short shorts.
3: Is this just so you can do your bad British accent again?
4: Hello, Maggie. <laughs> it's George Best here.
3: So bad! Wow, you really look like a '60s soccer player, though. You're like swinging '60s. You got like the shag haircut.
4: Yes, Maggie, I won the balloon door, <laughs> bayon door. <laughs>
3: <sighs> this is awful. Oh man, but well yeah. done. All you're missing is like the bad teeth. I don't know about George Best, but did he have like crooked teeth like people in the '60s? Oh yeah,
4: yeah. Oh, are all There's so much going on with this guy. He's such a hero in England. There's a chant they do It's called Gonna Go on a Piss with George Best at the Games. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of this.
3: You're not sure what that means?
4: Uh, Well, no, I know what it means, but I I don't know what these lyrics are in here. I'm not sure that I can say this, but apparently it's one of the big United chants. He was really, really good. I watch highlights. I've been watching George, looking at George Best photos and watching highlights for a month now. I thought of this a long time ago. Uh, This is a vintage... It's 1968 cool Manchester 1963 uh it says Wembley this is authentic cost me a pretty penny here but it's well worth it
3: it's really cool you're gonna now, get a lot of mileage out of I'm that. so
4: disappointed though that you actually didn't get the actual Deion Sanders company glasses <laughs>
3: <laughs> remember
6: we made such a big
4: deal out of that
3: I, this whole entire outfit I was so proud of myself cost me about 40 bucks
4: I think those how much are the Deion glasses
3: I don't know, I didn't even I didn't sixty eight dollars or something? Yeah, I'm not doing that. That's
4: a good value for sunglasses because if you try and buy a pair of Ray Bans at Sunglass Hut, it's two hundred bucks. I think I'm gonna buy those Dion glasses.
3: You can have these. I got them for (laughs) $14.99. And I think, uh, you know, they're basically the same.
4: (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty good.
3: Basically the same. How about
4: that? (laughs) That, This hat
3: is very cheap. (laughs) Yeah,
4: I was going to say, I know cowboy hats a little bit. That is not not expensive It doesn't
3: fit on my head. It's made out of, I I don't know what. It's kind of (laughs) uncomfortable.
4: Are you dying to take that hat off? Because I cannot wait to take this wig off.
3: The only cowboy hats you can get now online are Barbie Oh, because gosh. of the movie, so this was this was the cheapest one they had.
4: Who's going out tonight? Anyone trick-or-treating?
3: I'll be trick-or-treating all night till 5.30.
1: Yeah. I'm doing nothing. Uh, yes, out with the kids.
4: Yeah, I'm out with the kids. I'm going to clean up on recess tonight. It's my favorite <laughs> night of the year. Protein <laughs> snacks slash candy.
3: How many people will know who you are?
4: In Brooklyn, 15.
3: No. No, no, no
1: chance. No under. Taking the under. This is, the under. This
4: is Brooklyn. It's basically soccer central.
3: Hammer in the under. Thank you to EJ Stewart slash Pierre Escargot. Thank you to Pete Bellotti slash Sully. Thank you to Andrew Bogush and Andrew Kaplan. The weedos, the coffee drinkers, the callers. Of-
0: we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch